What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs. This is your hobby content alternative. I am your host, Brett McGrath. Welcome to the big show. We are here. We are going. I've got some coffee. I just ate some breakfast and it was good. Any morning you can start your day with some scrambled eggs and some bacon is a winner. And let me tell you something, the bacon was good. It wasn't just like the you know, stuff you pull off the shelf at your local grocer. No, it was that jowl bacon. Is that what they call it? I don't know, but it was crispy. It was yummy. And if bacon didn't kill you, I would eat it for every damn meal. Welcome to episode 399, up in this scene, up in this party, one away from 400. We're going to treat this one like it is episode 400. Because, you know, we have those collector conversations on Friday and I don't get a chance to rant and rave and do all the things that we do to hype up sports cards. I want to shout out my good friends at Card Ladder for being the official data sponsor of the Stacking Slabs podcast, just making it happen every day, just loving what they're doing and incorporating and infusing their data into my content. More on that in a little bit. When it's, I don't know, I'm very overwhelmed thinking about this show over the course of four years, almost 400 episodes. This thing was started in the spring of 2020 as a passion project. And people ask me all the time why I did it and why I still do it. And it's a routine thing, right? I love this. It's an opportunity to not only reflect, meet amazing people, but just share the passion of the hobby with all of you. And when I think about the hobby, think about the various segments. And I don't try to cater to every segment. That is not what I've done to build and develop this brand and this show. What I want to do always is cater and focus to the specific member of the audience that I would consider myself. And that is a collector. And with four years and with nearly 400, we'll just call it 400 episodes under the belt, we have hit this inflection point with this brand where we're growing this damn thing. More on that in a minute. But because the actual 400th episode is on the other side, what I want to do in this one is spend a little time talking about some of the most important things that I have learned as a collector doing 400 episodes in this hobby. I am not just a host. I've said this from the jump. I'm a student. I've always felt that way about this program. And for all of you who have been here from the jump, everyone who is brand new, I want to say thank you. I would not do this without people listening to this freaking show, people in the DMs, people supporting what I'm doing over here. And I'm telling you what, I am here and I am ready. And I am more fired up than ever before. It's like you're hitting, you know, it's like any athlete hitting their prime. I'm hoping that now that I've got so much under my belt, this is the prime time mode. And that's what I am looking to go into this next four years with this mindset of we're only just beginning. And let's talk about growth for a second. I want to talk a minute and plug the shit out of the Patreon group because it is my call to action. This is my offer. This is what I got to promote as a marketer. 
couple things, a few things. I am just digging the community and chat. The community component of this and our chat function has been amazing. It's like you have all these group chats, but then all of a sudden you've got all of these collectors coming together from different backgrounds who collect different things and just throw them in one group chat. So that has been an amazing way to connect with other collectors. I am obsessed with adding and delivering value, focusing in on delivering content. Um, We are talking about acquisition stories a lot. I recorded an episode, uh, shout out to my friend and guinea pig, Drake at Drake's PC, but he delivered a thoughtful piece this week on the various acquisition stories that associated with some of his favorite cards in his PC. I dug in and am doing analysis on gold prism sales um, from 2012 to 2014, week over week. Um, We have collector features. I am getting the opportunity to write more. So if you are into what I'm doing over here and you're looking for more and you're looking for more and to connect with other people who are operating in the similar space than you in the hobby, check out the Patreon group. There is a link in the show notes. Also, here is some information. Um, Get close to your speaker. We are expanding this show on the main feed. We will add more content here. And I'm excited about the direction of this. And the tentative start date as we record this is we will have a new episode. And let me just check my calendar to make sure that um, I'm telling you everything accurately. Yes, it'll be February 29th, which is my favorite basketball player's birthday. Tyrese Halliburton's a leap year baby. Just found that out this year. But on the 29th, it will be the first installment of the new Stacking Slabs day. So tune in, mark your calendars, and what it will be, it will be a weekly show every Thursday. So we're not changing anything Wednesday. We'll still have this. We'll still do the Friday Collector Conversation. But Wednesday, Thursday, Friday on the main feed, you're getting Stacking Slabs content. And the Thursday show will be with my man, Nick at the Wharf Sports Cards, no, hashtag no recent comps. And every week he'll come on the show and we're going to get in the mindset of a consigner. What, things he's seeing, what he's doing, cards he's listing, why you should consign. We're going to talk about getting in the mindset of the consigner. If you have been listening to this show for any period of time, you understand that. I rely heavily on consigning my cards, and I think there's some education that can be around that. So we're going to talk to Nick. It's going to be fun. We're going to bring awareness for some amazing auctions that are going on. We're going to do a little bit of auction talk. I think it's fun to do the weekly auction talk. I've been doing auction talk, um, hashtag auction talk in the Patreon group. We're going to just bring it to you on this main feed. So I've been a fan of Nick ever since I've been in the hobby, um, just a passionate entrepreneur who is excited to partner. So uh, if you like this feed, which I think you do because you're on it, make sure you come back Thursday next week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And that's the way it's going to be for a little while, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And what this will be, it'll give you the opportunity to kind of just understand what's happening with auctions. And so uh, Nick, 
consigns exclusively with PWCC. That's where he sends his cards. And they have weekly auctions, which gives a regular drumbeat of content to talk about. So there are different flavors of the hobby and a lot of those things that impact us as collectors. And this is one of them. So excited to bring Nick in and we will be talking about them. I'll mention again in next Wednesday's episode so you don't forget. But again, February 29th, Nick, auction talk. Let's go. I am digging into All-Star Game Weekend or will have dug in. I just am so impressed by the way Indianapolis came out and showed out and the city was draped and just as a basketball draped and decorated and installations, promotions, everything. I mean, there is in 49 other states, it's just basketball. And this past weekend was that on full display. It was special. I got a chance on Saturday to go down to the crossover event and just let it all wash over me. Just so many NBA nerds in there just looking and connecting and just letting the all-star game wash over us. So that, I can't believe it's come and gone. We're a busy sports city in Indianapolis and on the 26 players report here for the NFL Combine. So literally we're going from the all-star game to the NFL Combine, but I love it. It's I love having Lucas Oil be such a instrumental place for a lot of this activity that's happening. And I'm just a fan of sports and I love Indianapolis. I love this city. It is my city. I love it. And um, it's so fun to just have that kind of stuff going on in your backyard. Did you get a chance to check out my man Christopher on last Friday's conversation at Borderland Cards? We unlocked a brand new character He talked about what it takes to build the best collection of a certain player in the world. And he collects Aaron Jones. And I love the connection with El Paso, Texas, and how he played against them. And that was the reasons why he collect. We're starting a campaign here on the Stacking Slabs podcast and the Slack Stacking Slabs program. And it is the Don't Collect Running Backs campaign because all of the hobby mainstream and all the existing narratives tell you to don't collect running backs. And you know what? We're taking that in stride. So we are, we're in hashtag don't collect running backs mode. And because we're in don't collect running backs mode, I have started a running backs collection. I posted some cards, but I'm fired freaking up to be collecting Jonathan Taylor. He's my favorite player on the Colts. He's been ever since he's been here. And the joy, the excitement, the momentum of picking up his cards has been amazing. And there's so many benefits. And if you're not one of those people that falls in line and listens to what the mainstream says, do you have a running back that motivates you and excites you? Maybe it's time to dig in. And I'll tell you this. It was fun this year because it seemed to me that there was a growing trend of people picking up a little bit of running back here and there. And mostly uh, it seemed like there was more, uh, there's a wave of Christian McCaffrey fans, which makes sense in collectors because Christian McCaffrey's freaking incredible. But I like it. Like these skill, I, we're, we're digging. We're, we're in episode 399 here talking about episode 400. We're retro rewind here. That's not easy to say. Retro rewind. We're doing that. And I said early on, first hundred episodes of this show, one of the things that I think is important in when we're collecting players is 
doesn't it just make sense to collect the players that are dancing in the end zone on Sundays and running backs are certainly doing that. So don't collect running backs, if you know what I mean. This Friday, we've got another new character we're unlocking. I've got my man, Mike, at Dibs Collecting. And we are going to talk about the evolution of the collector because, and why I think this is going to be fun, is because Mike has talked about his evolution in real time. And I've been following his page. And he has changed kind of his strategy, and I see he is focusing in on collecting his favorite team, which is the Cleveland Browns, and the cards he's picking up is awesome. So excited to drop that conversation this Friday. Another plug here, are you reading the weekly rip, the newsletter, straight from yours truly, hitting your inboxes on Sunday? I'm excited. I love to write. I'm having fun putting that together. Link is in the show notes. It is free. Sign up. Get that delivered if you want some written content from yours truly. Okay, so let's jump into the main topic, and we're going to dig in, and then we're going to get out of here. Here are the most important lessons that I've learned after 400 episodes of the Stacking Slabs podcast. I think maybe to set the stage for this, I think a lot of these lessons and the way I approach content is that I absorb content that I'm creating. And a lot of the time, the content that I'm creating is in collaboration with other people. So when I talked about being a student, I'm up here having conversations with other people, but I'm asking the questions and I'm leveraging my curiosity to ask those questions. But I'm learning just like you. So when I learn and when I hear consistent themes, I begin to synthesize those notes over a long period of time and bucket it out into themes. And then when I think, I think about topics and I think about themes and everything I do, I think about it in my life, relationships, conversations, and most importantly, content and the way I collect. So what I've tried to do here is take a step back and terms of formatting these episodes and formatting isn't a sexy topic and it's not something I typically talk about and share a lot on here but there is pre-work that goes into each of these episodes I'm not just coming up here and blabbering like a buffoon you might think it sounds like that sometimes and that's okay but there is some work that is done and remember there's a lot of passion that goes along with this work and I enjoy it I enjoy the process I enjoy the process of creating content in the hobby. I enjoy the process of collecting cards in the hobby. I enjoy all of these things. It slows me down and is very therapeutic. So when I list these items, and there's, I think, five of them. Do I have five? Yeah, there's five of them. There's more, a lot more. But as I'm thinking about the last 400 episodes of this show, these are the five things that came to mind as items if someone said, hey, before you did this show, up until now, what are the most important things that you've learned? And these would be them. I had to take a sip of my coffee here. I can't do the podcast without like feeling caffeine coursing through my veins. I am a complete caffeine degenerate. And for all you people out there who don't do caffeine, I... Uh, I don't know how you do it. I really don't. I need it to survive. And you're saying, oh, you don't really need it to survive. No, I do. A day without coffee is a day that I'm not alive, everybody. So you don't want to catch me on the wrong side of that. 
but let's run through these and let's get out of here, right? We're all busy. We've got time and you're taking the time right now to listen to the Stagging Slabs podcast. Okay. So number one, niche down. Niching down is a massive unlock and it is the way I think and operate in the hobby. So when I think about this, it is taking like a million steps back and looking at the hobby as a whole. Okay, the hobby is vast and has many different types of segments. This has been a consistent theme. I've talked about this so often. 90%, if not more of those segments aren't for me, nor do I care about them. There is so many things, and mostly these things are associated with the win now, quick wins, gambling mindset, invest, hashtag, influencer hashtag, you know, check out my uh, rookie prospect quarterbacks, double hashtag, um, let's uh, rip and sell you on something, hashtag, let's buy some um, hot packs that I put together with all my shitty cards that I'm going to resell to you, hashtag, all those things. Those things are the things that flood your feeds. And they're not bad things. I'm just not interested. I don't care. I understand, though, that what makes the hobby diverse is the various segments, which is good. But what is not good is this mentality where we've got only so much time and we're being distracted by all the things that we don't care about. So I think the way we are moving with online communication and being someone who works online and spends a majority of my time online. We are all niching down. Like it is happening. This trend is happening because people don't care about people that they don't know about saying stuff about things that they're interested in and that driving the conversation and that changing the perspective on the way they think and the way they operate. People don't care. Like this was wave. This was a wave. We're moving on to the next wave where it's like, I don't care what these people who are looking and operating in the hobby are talking about because it's just not what I'm interested in. And I think this is why we're seeing this trend in group chats. This is why we're seeing this trend in people connecting and finding spaces with other collectors or whatever the classification you would consider yourself are in the hobby. Like there's so much out there and getting flooding our feeds. We're taking a step back and we're niching down. And I think the more we niche down as collectors, the better experience that we have. It's part of the reason I decided, you know what, like, let me spend some time and create this Patreon group. And I know a lot of people because I've created this show and what would happen if I started bringing them together. And I'm having a blast, right? I'm having a blast doing that. And this is an escape. And I don't want my time away in this escape to be focused on things that I don't care about. So niching down, super important. Next one, the best cards in collections have stories. Acquisition stories is something that I got pushed to talk more about, and I'm going to talk more about it. I actually shared three of my favorite acquisition stories on the Patreon page. Um, I talked about my Luck Finite, my Roman Superfractor, Chrome Superfractor, and my Peyton Crystal Atomic Refractor. And I talked about these cards, and these are cards that aren't leaving my collection. And these cards all have stories. And when you match the story and you match the card and you look at those things, those are the cards that really make up your collections and make those shines. It's the cards that we keep. And it usually comes from the assistance of other people. So I think collection 
Our acquisition <laughs> stories are super powerful. And that is something that when you're thinking about the significance of our own personal collections, likely the our favorite and most important cards have stories associated with them. Next, collections evolve. Taste chains and collections evolve. And we all have to be good with that. The way we step into new collections is in many cases, breaking up old collections. And I have started two collections over the last year. And these are my Tyrese Halliburton and Jonathan Taylor collections. And they're my two favorite players on my new two favorite teams. And I hadn't focused on collecting active and new players. And it's just a different ballgame, but it's something I wanted to do. It took effort. It took me to sell other stuff in order to fund the start of those. And just because we don't collect a set player or parallel anymore doesn't mean that it wasn't part of our collecting journey and story. We need to give ourselves credit for that. There's a mental element of it. We need to enjoy the moment and enjoy the process. I think that's really important. And don't be so focused on what's next or what's to come, but enjoy the collections when we have them. I think that's really important. Collections evolve, everyone. Next, there's a massive education gap in product knowledge. New people entering the funnel, coming into the hobby, and what they're fed doesn't align with education. And I think that sucks, and I think that's a big problem. I think what's cool is there's so many collectors out there with amazing tribal knowledge, learning that, understanding that with the Parallel Series. It's been fun learning, listening to that. And part of the reason why I wanted to do that was to introduce new collectors to the idea that the cards, there's so many different cards and stories that exist that aren't just what you see front and center on your Instagram feed regularly. So many collectors have that knowledge. And part of my job in the process is to pull that knowledge out. So again, there's a massive education gap in product knowledge. And the more we can share and talk about our cards, the better off we'll be. And final, this one is like, if I had a hobby billboard of like, listen to stacking slabs, it would like read the hobby is an escape, the best escape. And it is this place rules. This is so much fun. I spend so much time and energy here because I love it. I've said it time and time again. It's the talking to the people. It's the chasing the cards. It's not spending time mixed up in stuff that we don't care about. This is what I do when I'm away from my life's priorities. I'm on vacation when I'm up here talking. On the other side of this, I got chaos going on. It's great chaos and I love it, but there's chaos and I'm spending my time here because I love it and I just love the show and we're hitting the stride here. We're peaking, man. We're doing a lot of fun things. I'm doing a lot of fun things in the Patreon group. Check that out. The link is in the show notes. Sign up for the weekly rip. Check out the conversation that what we have on uh, Friday on the main feed with Dibs Collecting. We're doing a lot of fun stuff on here. Thank you so much for being along for the ride and the journey and we will talk to you soon. Peace.